I think especially with the demand of three little ones, I've had to remind myself that this is true. Motherhood is hard and it brings me more joy than I've ever felt in my life. I'm Amy. And I'm Abby. And as women, we are constantly comparing ourselves to others. But your life isn't supposed to look like hers. Being your best self means standing firm in your decisions and always being willing to grow with a purpose. We get vulnerable and real with an honest look into the challenges and triumphs we all face. Every woman listening gets the opportunity to choose what life looks like for herself. Sometimes the episodes that we make are the episodes that we need, and this is going to be one of those. We don't shy away from hard things on this podcast, but we also don't share until we're in a place that we feel ready to. So today, and maybe with shaking voices, we're going to talk about the power of and. This idea started speaking really loudly to us because of the passing of Abby's beloved dog, Ari. If you listened to episode 86 with Dr. Cassidy, we talked about how pets can seem like another demand, especially when we become mothers. Abby shared her challenges with our listeners, not knowing that her own dog was close to the end of his life. Dr. Cassidy, the guest of that podcast episode, sent this message to Abby. Oh, Abby, I'm so incredibly sorry. I remember similar feelings when our Sophie passed. Two things can exist at once. Your deep, deep love for him and the fact that becoming a mom is demanding and overstimulating. He knew how loved he was. Just look at his face here. So Abby is and will be processing the loss of Ari for some time to come. While she does that, those of us that love her dearly wanted her to remember the power of the word and in this situation. And as we record this, we're only a few days out from when we said goodbye to him. And for anyone who has had the honor to love a pet, you know that it runs deep. They can honestly feel like an extension of you. Like you share a home, you share a bed if that pet's really lucky. You, They're there for your experiences. They're really just always there. And on the hard days when you come home in tears, they're there to snuggle with you. Like they're automatically there. And... <laughs> And they're that lick or that extra tummy love. (laughs) And they're that proud lick or that extra tummy rub when you're celebrating something really big. Ari was the first being that I told I was pregnant and his head would rest on my growing belly almost as if he was saying, like, mama, we got this. I'll help you raise this one. Like when I think about fur babies, I think about what they represent and they represent comfort. They represent thankfulness. They represent true trust. And whether there's a cat or a dog or a bird or a rabbit, whatever pet you have, like they love you unconditionally and they honestly live every single day without worrying about tomorrow. And I think about this because we can learn so much from our pets. We can learn so much from adopting those principles. And it can feel really hard to be a pet owner at times. Pets are a lot of love 
and they're a lot of work. They are so comforting and also can be demanding. And pets can make your life feel whole. While I know from personal experience, it can also make it feel so full that you're overflowing and not always in a good way. So although right now, I would love to have just one more walk that I have to go on or to hear that whine that kept me up from resting and relaxing (laughs) on the couch. I also know how challenging it was at times. Like we were really, really lucky to have the opportunity to love on him for 11 years. And I also know that he was really lucky to have us. Like I know both of those things do exist. And for people who are listening, I, I did post this in my Instagram story how like I just I wanted I wanted like one more day, one more day, just a couple more times. And I felt like I wasn't the best pet owner, especially with that episode being so, so soon. Like we recorded that episode and literally the very next day he started declining. And just the timing of that, like we can feel like we Mm -hmm. aren't the best pet owners at times. Like it happens, especially for those of us who have pets and kids. There's so much work that comes along with having both. But it's also a really good reminder that as humans, it's easy for us to focus on the negative Well, I truly believe that pets remember the good. They remember the love. They remember the times that are so positive. So don't feel guilty for feeling that and in these types of situations. When you pour your love into another soul, there's definitely going to be both. I knew I was just going to break down in this episode, but we miss him so much. And... We're so thankful for such a great life with our four-legged companion. Like both of those are true and both of those are our reality right now. I think it was really brave. And part of the reason this podcast exists is to be really honest. And so when things happened with Ari, we had made the decision to still air the episode with Dr. Cassidy. We know that a lot of you right now, especially if you have really small babies, your pet might feel like a demand. And we wanted to give Abby this opportunity to talk about her dog and how much she and her family loved him Mm -hmm. and have that represented as well, because that's the truth. So we're always going to be here going through hard things with you guys, understanding you, not hiding the things that, you know, Abby could have easily said, I want to take that part out. I want to take that part out. I feel horrible. The timing is so bad. And we gave her the space to say that. So I just commend you for, you know, being honest. And we also feel like we get to go back and listen to these episodes. And if we had waited another month or two to record this one, you kind of forget those intense emotions. Like Abby came on, was it episode 22, when you learned Mm -hmm. about Owen and his Down syndrome diagnosis. And she wanted to record that episode. And I was like, Abby, you don't have to do this. Like this seems way too soon, way too raw, way too hard. And she was like, no, I want to do this. And so here we are crying (laughs) again at the microphones, not planning, but just to say like life has highs, it has lows, Mm -hmm. it gets hard, it gets sad. Sometimes we're crawling, sometimes we're running, but that is life. Like that's the essence of it. It's not all happy. Um, So we really like to show up here as a representation that we all have 
good days and we all have hard days. And so this is one episode that is going to kind of, we're going to get into more of this concept and how it can apply to other parts of our life. Mm -hmm. It does. It applies to so many parts of life. And when you think about like what's going on in your world right now, I think a lot of the conversations that we're about to have are like, oh my gosh, I'm struggling with that right now. Yeah. And that's what Amy and I love to do is like, I'm struggling with this right now. This might resonate. It might hit you deeply. And another part of this episode might hit you on a whole different level. Yeah. Okay, we have a new podcast sponsor, and that is Flamingo. So in the winter, I rarely shave. But in the summer, especially this summer, as I was running around with three kids, I brought shaving my legs back into the picture. And I don't know about you, but I use my razors for a long time, like way too long. I get nicks, I get cuts, because I always forget to change the blades. And I only remember that I need to make a trip to the store when I'm already in the shower, which is super inconvenient. So what's nice about Flamingo is that you can get set up on a subscription and they come right to your door. The refill cartridges are only $2 and it's way cheaper and way more convenient than what I had been doing in the past. And Flamingo, they also have wax kits, they have ingrown hair spot treatment, they have shaving gels. So my next shipment, I'm definitely going to try a few of these because you can update your membership as you go. So if you're ready for the smoothest summer ever, take the quiz at shopflamingo.com slash herself to discover your custom hair removal routine. And you'll save an extra 10% with your first order if you subscribe using herself at checkout. So again, that's shopflamingo.com slash herself with promo code herself. Okay, so the next topic that we're going to talk about is how this rings so true in motherhood. Mm -hmm. Like there are going to be extremely challenging hours days, months, season, maybe years. And that doesn't mean that you're not grateful for that time. All of us can always find good in the hard times. But I think that women really struggle with this concept. They feel this pressure to always be positive about what they're going through, especially when it comes to motherhood. But the truth is, and you've heard this on our podcast before, multiple things can be true at the same time. I would actually argue that validating your own feelings about your experience in the present moment is one of the healthiest things that you can do. Yeah, a big reason why we're recording this right now. Like having having these feelings and and feeling those feelings is part of the human experience. And if you're constantly trying to shove those feelings down, it will come back with more force and more power. Like I think about this as a beach ball. So if there's a beach ball, you're in the water, you're trying to press that down with all the might that you can, it's just going to push towards the surface even harder than if you just let it hang out and let it be. And sometimes that emotion will come back in an entirely different form. So I remember early on in motherhood and still now, I would get feelings of sadness that I lost part of my freedom. Like that, it was a very, very real feeling. And I felt trapped in so many different ways. But it was showing up as resentment towards Colin. So instead of finding a solution to help me get some space, I found myself getting so annoyed that he was able to take that time for himself unapologetically. Mm. It's like both of those situations were true. I was feeling very, very resentful because I wasn't feeling those feelings and I wasn't advocating for myself and getting what I needed. We can also just, Amy, as you just said, we can feel so many things at one time, and especially in motherhood. It can be really, really confusing to go through 
especially if you haven't felt that way before. So maybe it's the uncertainties of your very, very first kid and just not knowing what motherhood is going to be like. Or maybe it's the first time that you felt this way with a very specific child or personality trait that that child has, or even just the overwhelm of multiples. It can feel like so much. So when I think about motherhood and the transitions that we make, like you can want to be social with friends while also feeling totally overwhelmed with human interaction. Like that is a yes and situation. You can love your partner and love how he parents and how he is as a dad or how she is as a mother while also missing the relationship that you had with that partner before kids. And I even think about this one this morning. Like I loved the snuggle of a child as Micah crawled into our bed this morning And at the same time, I was feeling completely touched out. So these are the ways that that and situation shows up for me in motherhood. And I know that I'm not alone. Right. Mm -hmm. And when you were talking in the first part of that and you were talking about shoving those emotions down, that is when things like mom rage come out because you're so suppressed and you're keeping this stuff to yourself and then it explodes. Mm -hmm. And that is one way that it can show up for moms is mom rage. So that just made me think of that. For me and motherhood, I have validated that and has to have a place in my motherhood. I think especially with the demand of three little ones, I've had to remind myself that this is true. Motherhood is hard and it brings me more joy than I've ever felt in my life. Our boys are so overstimulating (laughs) every single day, and they are the most loving little people ever. So when you are in the middle of a hard day, it is okay to just feel like it's hard. You absolutely do not have to see the silver lining when you're stuck in the muck. This is hard. Because it is hard. It's hard because we are human. I loved that part of the episode from Mm -hmm. Dr. Angel Montfort, who was on episode 84. So I've shared about this in the past, but we have a very spirited middle little. At times, it can be really demanding to parent him. And we have the most special bond. And I've really started to understand his needs, his reactions, what he needs in certain moments. Like I feel like I am so attuned to him now because he has been our most challenging little person. So I just want to add, because I know that there's so many people, I don't think that that gets spoken about a lot. And I understand, like I'm very protective of Trey. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't, Mm -hmm. you know, come on here saying a bunch of negative things. And I think it needs to be talked about because I know Abby too, like Mm -hmm. we're in this situation where there's one of our children that needs this extra special, this extra special attention, extra special, yeah, like different, they have different needs than the other children. And I know that Dr. Cassidy talked about that in her episode. I also want to shed light on the fact that when Trey learned how to talk more, things got much better. So he could share the way that he was feeling and then I could get him what he needed. And that made a huge difference for us. So I know if you're going through this right now and they're 18 months or two years old and they don't have all the words, they just have the really big feelings, that can be an especially hard moment. 
But now Trey has learned to say, I just really need your cuddles Mm -hmm. or I just really need some space. He'll say that. And it's like, how cool is that? That he can name his emotion. He can name what he needs. And then Drew and I can help him to get that instead of going through this huge dramatic arc, which at times in parenthood, it feels like that's almost what you have to do because they're so little. They can't tell you what they need, which I'm sure must be so frustrating for them. So on the subject of motherhood, I just want to make it so clear that a lot of things can exist at one time. You do not have to suppress your hard feelings in order to be a good mom. You are a good mom because you are a good mom. This episode is brought to you by Gooder. I have been running in my Gooder sunglasses so much. Before Gooder, I honestly never ran in sunglasses because they all looked a little bit too serious for me. But Gooders are made to run in. They don't slide, bounce, or cause any other issue. And as bright and hot as it's been outside, they have been perfect for my runs. I never leave without them. I've been so thankful that these work for me. So for me, the Vincent Absinthe Night Terrors, they do have wild names, are my favorites. I wear them for running, going out on the lake, driving, anything. I wanted you guys to know that Gooder does have a virtual try-on as an option on their website so you can try your shades before you buy them. And I find that it works really well. You can go to Gooder, that's G-O-O-D-R.com and use the code HERSELF15 for 15% off your favorite pair of shades. The last subject that we do want to touch on is how this shows up inside of our relationships and add to this conversation a few observations that we've made about how differently we and our partners sometimes move through things. Yeah, we're seeing this right now, so much right now. And I've shared this before on the podcast, but Colin and I, we process things in a very different way. Like We always have. From the beginning of our relationship when I mean, we, we thought the issues were so big then, but in reality, looking back, very, very different experiences. But even at that point, we process through them differently. And my therapist, Susan, she's so good about reminding me that he's allowed to be a different person always. And he's definitely allowed to be a different person when he's processing. Yeah. Because I will sometimes, and in really, really hard times, I will forecast how I process being like, oh, this is what you should do. This is what you should do. You'll feel a lot better if you do this. And she reminds me like, no. If his situation, if his strategy is working for him, let him keep on doing that. So when you think about, like when I think about the two different ways that we do it, I sink into my emotions. Like this last week, I have cried more than I have in a year and a half. And I'm not a crier. I always tell Amy. We're trying not to believe you at this point. Oh, this last year, you guys, holy moly. But this last week, like I, I would keep it together when I was with people. And that was the only time I would keep it together. And I was only with people for... A select number of hours this last couple of weeks. When I process an emotion, I sink into it. I, I feel everything. I everything is just like front and center. I just I go all the way in. It's devastating and it's also so beautiful. Like the way that I process, it's it's truly that black or white way of thinking. Yeah, yeah. Not into the way that I process things, um, but it's also really exhausting. 
Like I will go to bed at night. Just my eyes are puffy from crying so much. We just launched our merchandise a couple of weeks ago. So if you have not shopped our shop, you guys, it's always in our link in our um, at the bottom of the notes section. But in those photos from the last photo shoot, like my face is puffy because that was the morning that we put our dog to sleep. Like that was the morning that we were going to say goodbye. And I look back at those photos and I'm like, gosh, that drive home. I remember just keeping it together for the 45 minutes that we wrangled all our children for that photo yeah. shoot and then just like ugly crying on the way home. And my kids were like, mama, what's wrong? Yeah. Like, what's wrong? I almost had to pull over because I was like, I couldn't, it was like windshield wipers on a, the front of a windshield because I was crying so much. I don't even know if that makes any sense, but. <laughs> and when Abby's saying all this, it's so interesting because even when it's your really close friend, so Abby and Colin process things very differently. Abby and I process mm-hmm. things very differently. It's really easy for us as adults, as caring people to be like, Abby, you don't have to come to this photo shoot or Abby, we don't have to record this episode. And what I started learning about Abby is I've just got to let her do what she wants to do. She handles things in a very different way than I do. Or like, like we're talking about going through grief. She goes really, really hard. And then seemingly in a week, she's pretty healed. And as a friend, you're like, are you, are you rushing through this process? Like, don't you need a little bit longer? (laughs) And then I just learned to train myself to be like, Amy, this is her experience. This is the way that she wants to do it. You can't tell her she can't come to a photo shoot (laughs) if she wants to come to a photo shoot. Like, I just learned I'm going to trust her with her life. I'm always going to give her an out just in case she needs it. And just Mm -hmm. in case she truly feels like she has to make this work. But I've also got to give her the space to be an adult, to make her own decisions. So this shows up in friendship, Mm -hmm. business relationships. Mm -hmm. And as Evie's going to keep talking about inside of your personal relationships. Yeah. Yeah. And giving a friend that out is really nice. I'm just like forward with you now. I'm like, hey, photo shoot is still on, like regardless of what happens. Don't talk about my dog. Don't talk about my dog. I said that right away. I'm like, do not talk about my dog in the morning. Like only happy thoughts, not even bringing anything up. And you and our photographer both did that. Yeah. <laughs> you followed directions and it went pretty darn well. But when I think about Colin, he will like have a little bit of emotion and then take a really long break and like think about it and process and then you know, go play video games. He'll he'll take an entire weekend with his friends and they won't even talk about a tough thing going on. And I come back, I'm like, so what did they say? Like, how, how are you doing with, this is after um, Owen's Down syndrome diagnosis. Colin went on a, like a, he saw friends pretty yeah. closely after that. And he's like, yeah, we didn't really talk about it at all. I'm like, what? Like, that is all I can think about. Like, it, it consumes every single minute of my mind. But it works for him. Like it works for him and it works really well. It just, it might take him six weeks to get through this one where I will go very, very heavy. (laughs) But I think it's so hard too, because then on the flip side, six weeks later when he is having a moment or he's getting angry or he's getting really sad, it would be somewhat easy for you to be like, babe, come on. Like we're, we, this is life. Like we have to get through this to rush him in that really slow process Mm -hmm. that he has but we're here trying to tell you guys our therapists (laughs) tell us like 
we're all different people. We're so glad that we're married to people that aren't a mirror image of us. We would drive each other crazy. So to celebrate how you are different from your partner, but as Abby and I will talk about, like it's a learned process because in the beginning of your relationship, at least for the two of us, it was like this forced, like, no, I'm over this fight. You need to be over this fight in a way. And obviously you didn't say it that clearly, but like in your mind, you're like, get like get yeah, over this. On. We're what fine. Doing? Like yeah. we're over. Yeah. And so it really takes a lot of growth. And then I still have to coach myself like, nope, Amy, she's allowed to make her own decisions. Like she can do what she wants to do or she, whatever her timeline looks like, her timeline looks like you're just there to support her. Yeah. And you can want to support somebody so badly and give them the space in order to figure some things out on their own as they go through it. So there's just there's so many ands with these types of things and and just how we process through it. But Amy, for you and Drew, like where does this pop up? The first thing that came to mind was how we work through our conflict. So I want to make up, I want to cuddle the minute that we finish a disagreement. Whereas Drew often wants some space and some time to just process what we just worked on. So I've tried to become way more mindful of this and I've had years of practice and I'm still like, I'm still a little bit impatient with the amount of time it takes. Although now I feel like I'm just so much more aware that this is our pattern. Like, okay, this is true. Takes longer than you. Like, so this is what I like to remind myself. Your partner can love you and he can also want space after an argument. Your partner can love you and still enjoy time away from the family. You and your partner might process things differently, and that's a reason that you guys make a great team. So just having some of these mantras available to yourself, because they're going to look different for Mm -hmm. all of us. Those are things that Drew and I work through and things that show up in our relationship. So those work for me. But I would just take a look at whatever you guys are struggling with and make a mantra around that, especially if the difference is your personalities or the way that you process through something, just make a mantra. So the next time that Drew is not wanting to cuddle with me, the minute we like Mm -hmm. are finished resolving a conflict, it doesn't feel like such a blow because when they are not showing love in the way that you show love, it can feel like you're unloved. Well, it feels like an attack from them on you. Yeah. Really, it's it's all about them. Yeah. And Drew's like, Amy, I literally always love you. So like Mm -hmm. never doubt that. It's just I want to take a walk right now or do whatever. So I think that having a couple things ready to go in your mind, whether that's with your friend, with your parents, with your kids, with your husband, it's such a smart idea because we're going to keep running into these situations. And the more you practice this, the more intuitive it becomes. It's actually hilarious because the other day Drew and I were in a little bit of a tiff, the kids were being super loud and he went up to our bedroom. And sometimes that can really feel like he's opting out of the hard parenting moment. 
So we got into our car and I was a little bit annoyed. I'm like, oh, it must be nice that you get to tap out of the hard, loud parenting situations. And I can't. And he goes, Amy, on your podcast, you remind us (laughs) that I can take a break. (laughs) <laughs> thanks Drew thanks all the therapists that we have on thanks for <laughs> I'm like okay that is true because I and we've said this before Drew has plenty of strengths so many I do deal better with the kids being loud and the kids being overwhelming than Drew does but that can also feel annoying for me yeah. because I'm like then what I have to deal wait, with all wait, the just like I'm better at yeah, this than I'm the one that I has get to the, always because I'm better point. at the hard thing yeah. I always get the hard thing but then that's where I have to coach myself like Amy okay he does not opt out of every tantrum yeah. like that's just not true so don't tell don't sell yourself something <laughs> like it that it feels like it yes. it's the third time that yes. day but you know it's not always the case you really have to like back yourself up slow down be like Amy he just you know, went through that other really hard stretch of time right alongside of you. Mm-hmm. Your brain is really funny because it wants to remember the highlights, like the, oh, I remember the last time he also went to the bedroom mm-hmm. when they were, you know what I mean? And it's like slowing yourself down and being like, okay, is that really true? Because if it was, then no problem. I could bring that up with him. But I know that it isn't actually true. My brain is just telling me, like, you always get stuck with the tantrums. Well, and it's that word right there, always yes. and never. Like, when those words are used, they're they're not true. Right. Like, they are not true. My therapist really worked with me on that. She's like, be really careful with the way that you say that. So it's almost like automatically now when I'm like, babe, you always. And then I'm like, okay right in the moment like yeah. as if I were talking to him I'd be like okay often, often. <laughs> it feels I'm like often it feels like you lose so Drew and I really call each other on those exaggerative moments that probably every couple has mm-hmm. when you're escalated you're feeling a certain way so the power of and in relationships is that it is really necessary to remember that multiple things can be true at one time. Relationships are not easy. Learning more about each other and about how each other works, what strengths you bring, what weaknesses you bring, it's so important when you're committed to being in a long-term relationship. So obviously this episode took a lot of twists and turns. We covered a lot of different talking points, but I wanted to end with just saying thank you. Like the support that we received this last week, really throughout all these really hard challenges that we've been going through since the podcast started, like it doesn't go unnoticed. I've read every single one of your comments. I've gotten through most of your DMs over on Instagram and just thank you. Like these are the hard times that we rallied together as a community and that we're able to celebrate the good times, but also... Like I'm feeling the support. So thank you again so much. 